Well, hello, guys. I going? always have to dance when that comes on. I always have to just kind of... I wouldn't call that dancing. That's called twerking, I think. <laughs> oh. And I, I guess let me pan this camera down. You can see I'm what I'm really doing. I'm not a fan of how my eyes feel right now. <laughs> so. Well, come on, guys. I can twerk a little bit. I, I see. Try. I got. I, I got. Mean, the, I, I got things that I'm working with over here that some people don't. You're shaking your junk in front of the camera. I get it. I mean, I get, you're, you're, you're back junk, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. I've been doing squats. Your, your trunk junk. Squats. Mm-hmm. It's squats, squats like squats, but yeah. like more painful. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you get really you. On the way up, that's how where the sound comes. You need from. to be careful there. That could that could cause ah! an incident. Yeah, <laughs> that could cause a weightlifting yeah. incident that you wouldn't want to repeat. That is true. That is true. Used how a safety bar for the first time the other day. Have you ever used that, Brian? A safety bar? Yeah. No, but I did the safety dance. You know what's that? Is that You've like what never I just heard did? of the safety dance? No. It's a song from the eighties. Kids these days. Oh. The 80s, yeah. I was, <laughs> you could bounce if you want to. But you oh, that's called the safety dance? I didn't I realize so. that. Oh, I didn't realize that was what it was called. I think it so. It is, yes. It is. Leave your friends behind. Yeah, I know that. I just didn't know the name of it, I guess. We should pause right now and just listen to it, you know? Just we should. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think really. my life would be no. fine without that, to be honest. Because <laughs> if friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, and there are no friends of mine. There you yeah, go. It's you not it. getting any better. You got it. Good job. That's perfect. All right, sir. You basically listened to it. That was as accurate as it's going to get. That's that's pretty much it. It'll do me. What's going on, fellas? What's happening? Well, Richard, uh, Richard bought something <gasps> and f- became a lover of EMG pickups. What? Well, kind of. I didn't buy it for myself. That's the painful bit here. Uh, well, okay. there's only one way to fix that. You must buy two of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, my daughter, who thankfully won't be listening, but even though she knows what she's getting, she has bought the um, ESP LTD EC1000 single cut guitar, which came with a pair of very nice EMG pickups on it. Uh, And I plugged it into that Soldano. You don't really need much of a pedal. I'm just going to let you know that right now. That is just goes right into it, huh? Oh, it is some lovely tone. Those pickups sound fantastic. And I thought to myself, why don't I have a guitar with active pickups? Mm, And I know the answer. It's because I don't need something else to plug batteries into. But I've got the Acoustasonic Jazzmaster now. That's got batteries in it. So should I be buying something with active pickups? Just sure. modify the guitar and put a little power power uh, jack on it, you know, and then just run a one spot to it. I mean, and you're yeah, dialed. You're, yeah. yeah, you're limited to how far you can move around, but still. Well, yeah, that's no s- different than your regular cord. Right. Mm-hmm. Three you could actually like, braid it IEC together, adapter. tape it yeah. up with gap tape, and then you'd have a one unit. You'd just, you're good to go. You know, you know what? Maybe this is a product just waiting to happen. Maybe someone can make a guitar cord and a power cable all in one. Oh, like big, you could just tap cord. into your amp's power and it could send. Oh, that's to even your, better. Yeah. yeah. This doesn't sound dangerous at all yeah. either. That's the best thing about it. This sounds no, it's perfectly just, It's safe. exactly like phantom power because, yeah. because I'm an electrical engineer and I know these things. <laughs> well, you are you are now the show's new electrical engineer. You're our solar panel expert. You're our uh, environmental um, <laughs> something or other. <laughs> Hold on, I forgot. I sorry, I was just dumping this used motor oil in my backyard. What were you saying? <laughs> How is the uh, um, car doing? The classic uh, Camaro. It's Camaro you've got, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's doing great. It's uh, it's. Currently in its winter hibernation mode, it uh, doesn't go out feeling. during the the dreary Brian's, the dreary bits. Brian's in his winter hibernation mode. It lasts essentially from December uh, all the to way December. through to the following December. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's essentially a three hundred and sixty three day hibernation with two days off to shout. Uh, that sounds right. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I am well, looking forward to some in those two days. Mm, he does. Uh, you've got the new Call of Duty, haven't you, Bri? That's my entire plan mm, oh, for yeah. Christmas, basically. Oh, yeah. I've been working on a campaign, but I I uh, put it aside so I can focus on that here after Thanksgiving. 
That's oh, the, yeah, you have that's that the Brian, scene, That's you? the actual hibernation mode, right? That's yeah. It's right after Thanksgiving, you shut down for a week or two, something like so, that. So after Thanksgiving, it's the four days, I come back on Monday, but after after New Year's, or around, no, I'm sorry, between Christmas and New Year's, that's, that's when right. I would just drop off the face of the internet. Like, I li- like you just can't. You email me, and I'm like, just send all that stuff to trash. We're not dealing with that today. <laughs> you don't even do but, that. You don't even look at it. And, and just, <laughs> just, just so I the listeners are aware. Just don't turn a computer on. Uh, it, it's only mm-hmm. been about a week or so that Brian's just started referring to me as trash, but it is happening. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> send it all to trash. Send it to trash. Oh, yes, the trash man. He'll take so care w- of it. When is Thanksgiving? Remind me, Brian, because like, I discovered this week that I'm still not as American as I thought when I put a date in the like common European worldwide standard. And an American was like, no, your dates are backwards. I'm like, how is that backwards? I think it was Michael. It is backwards. It is backwards in America. Yeah. We're like, no, we want to, we want to know the month first because we're not quite sure what month it is. So (laughs) that's what, that's the most important part is that month. It it makes no sense to me. It (laughs) makes, it makes absolutely no sense. Um, well, I mean, Although, in, in the same way, like when people say, what's the date? No one ever says, oh, well, it's November 22nd. They say it's the 22nd because you would assume it's November, right? If you were talking Sometimes I November. don't know what month it is. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so we talk that way, but we write it out differently, which is just strange. But, you know. Yes, we know. Um when is Thanksgiving? <laughs> yes, we know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Thanksgiving, um, to those listening, was last week. To those recording right now, it's this Thursday. <laughs> ah, well, see, mm-hmm. for those that may work for an American company and have absolutely no idea about an American calendar and have never bothered to update their own calendar, that's interesting to know. I had not factored this in. Does this mean I've got a four-day weekend this weekend? No, you. the internet never sleeps. You have to work the whole time just like I do. <laughs> I mean, I guess... You can take it. I mean, theoretically, everybody can take it off. There just comes with that certain consequences, right? So for you, for example, if you take it off or if I take it off, then I just don't make any money those days. This Mm -hmm. is true. Sorry, but by having a four-day weekend, I just mean I'm not going to get shouted at by you, Bri. That's all I'm thinking. I'm not going to get you ringing me up at three in the morning going, I've had this amazing idea and I need to tell everybody about it. But first, write down my notes. (laughs) <laughs> I I can't I can't confirm whether that will happen or not. Don't worry. If he doesn't do Dag it, nab I will, it. there's the there's yeah. the real chance that that I, I might have an epiphany in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. That's a good name for a yeah. pedal. The Wampler Epiphany. We can uh, even, I bet you it's taken. I we can even you, spell I it. Hold on, hold on, you. I've got it. Hold on. E P I P H O N E. Epiphany. Oh yes. That you're works. Right. That's fine. Yeah, it's very creative. Modest like Mike there. makes an Epiphany TS9. Don't you ever think of male strippers? Or am I thinking of something else? <laughs> That's magic, uh, Mike. It's on reverb.com. Modest mm-hmm. Mike's Epiphany modded uh, TS9. I, I mean, if I was to watch a film about male strippers, I'd prefer to be watching Modest Mike over Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Modest I, I agree. Mike. But honestly, like this is this tells a good a good tale again. Not a tale, like that implies it's false, but it, it tells a good story in that when people say, How come you didn't name it this or that or this or that? It's because literally every name except horse meat is taken. <laughs> no, and now horse meat's taken. And now and horse now, meat's taken. So yeah. there goes that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have thought it's of some good names thing. recently. I'm gonna sell them to you at different different prices, I think. That's my new thing. I'm going to charge like, you per letter. The the bin drive is one. Is that yeah. one? The bin drive? What's the, wrong with uh, that? The uh, AD preamp. You know, that'd be a good one. The, uh, you could call it the Boss. No, you can't call it Boss. So it'd be <laughs> the Wampler SD3. You know, we oh, got there that. you go. Yeah. Oh, that's cunning. Uh, yeah, you call it the Boss. I don't think you'll have any problems with that. If you call a Boss, a pedal a Boss pedal, I think that'll be fine. That'll, I don't see any problems. Oh, there. I got it. We'll just call it Bose. Bose. Yeah. yeah. Bose. They're not in the audio business. That's fine. Right. That'll, that'll They've work. I've never heard of that company at all. They're, they're so small. They won't even, <laughs> yeah. There's no way they would protect their IP aggressively. No way. Oh, I get it. Well, you call it like Balls. Balls SD3. There you go. 
We'll be right back. Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. I mean, I would yeah. actually buy a complete series of pedals if they were based on boss pedals and they just said balls instead of boss. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I then Ernie Ball's going to get you board. in trouble. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, so you got to spell like B A U G H. Boss. 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 I mean, we're so boss. far removed from reality right now. I may as well be tripping. Uh, this this may as well be just <laughs> a conversation I'm having with myself in 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 an LSD induced fantasy. What the hell have you been smoking there in Indiana? And uh, <laughs> can you send some to England? Well, <sighs> you know, it's a uh, it's just one of those kind of days, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous of you guys because, like, Blake's got the shred shed. You've got the barn. I don't have the a barn. name for. My, it's just the barn. I don't have a name for my room. I need a name for my room. The lair. The lair. Well, mm-hmm. That sounds a bit creepy. I'm not going. Well, you are a bit creepy, so it fits. Yeah. Whoa there. Yeah. You can call it the boss lair. B a u g h s boss lair. There you go. <laughs> Seriously, what is wrong with your mind today? That doesn't spell boss. <laughs> it, was, it was a short night for me. We're watch, we have the grandkid over this. this okay, week, so. right. Oh, so, so you're partying? Uh, yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Just you know, just beers every, once an hour. You know, once an yep. hour. Yeah, yeah, yep. Well, the grandkids know how to put them away. You know? Oh yeah, you know, you know they, they can they can do some beer pong for sure. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, grandpa. You ever start a podcast before and realize you have to use the restroom? It's not fun. <laughs> yeah, you have to use the restroom. Do we need to pause this one? No, no. I'm just, I'm just going to rock it. But if I start talking fast and you know, it sounds like I'm squirming around. You're you just gonna going you're on. just gonna osmosis that thing. You're just gonna let it absorb <laughs> back just, into yourself. Uh, that's right. I'm have gonna, I ever told sweat you it out. about the place uh, that I visited in in Wales? I think it was called Tinkley Falls. It was a. Uh, <laughs> Natural waterfall. You can't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. This this is not going well so far. That's not good. This whole point, all we do on this podcast is try to say stupid things and make each other laugh. This is not going to work. Has a little bit come out already. (laughs) My pants are getting a little wet. I I need to find a bucket around here. Spray yourself. Don't spray yourself. That's going to make it worse. Oh. <laughs> but at least it blends in. It blends in well. Yeah. No, you're not wearing gray sweatpants, are you? Because that's really going to stand out. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> oh. What makes oh. you think I'm wearing pants? You know, that's the question. Uh, well, you know, that's fair. I, I'm sorry I assumed your clothing. <laughs> you assumed you were clothing. Uh, again, they're definitely words. I'm not sure what order they were meant to be said as, in. But. No, assumed your clothing. I assumed his clothing. Assumed that the fact oh, that I, I had see. clothing. Right? Yeah. No, that now I, it took me a while, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what yeah, do we? So. What do we name? Um, what do we name your room? You had a, yeah. you had a name a while back, and I can't remember what it was. It wasn't, wasn't the, the shred shed? It was. Oh, it's gone. I know what our, our good friend uh, Mr. Killerman calls my garage because of certain activities that go on in my garage. That's the harmony the hut. Yeah, the harmony hut. The harmony hut. I think that's what this room should be called. The harmony. I think I should rename this room. (laughs) The harmony hut. That's nice. I got a good one. If my buddy Ben's listening, he's gonna crack up. So he, my friend, partakes and and 
the substances occasionally. Mm-hmm. And he texted me, he's like, water, dude, right? I, I, water, right? Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. I can't believe you, you sent me a Wampler bag with uh, a wallet in it because he wanted a wallet for like, Christmas present or something. He's like, that, that was so nice of you. And I was like, what are you? T- I didn't send you a Wampler <laughs> bag with a wallet. And he's like, yeah, you did. And then he's like, oh, wait, I'm really stoned. It's a Wrangler bag. Sorry. <laughs> See, I fully expected you to be like, where did I put my wallet? Ah, right. Ah. But, yeah, like, like I didn't send you a wallet. Right, like, oh. Now where's I, my wallet? Why would I buy you a wallet, and why would I put it in a Wampler pedals bag? <laughs> I, mean, I actually, mean, that makes sense. That you makes have some laying sense. around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have like an infinite supply of fuzzy bags. I often find my wife. Excuse me. For... Spray yourself. What? Yeah. <laughs> sunglasses. Yeah, she uses them to put her sunglasses in. There's nothing oh, wrong with that. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. Okay. I understand now. <sighs> I don't know. So yeah, maybe we rename my room the Harmony Hut. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, it's got a nice. Also, sounds like it could be a music store. So if you ever open one in the future, oh, it does sound like a mm. music store. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Harmony I Hut. Could I a Harmony All that Hut. gear you got in there, you probably could start a music store now. I've definitely got some prototypes. They might be worth a few pounds, maybe five pounds. Sometimes so, sometimes not. I've been surprised before when I've sold prototypes. Sometimes they mm. do good. Sometimes they don't do much. It's Perhaps if you took your signature off them, they would sell for more. Maybe that's where you're going wrong. You've signed them all. I th- maybe. That's a possibility. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a question. So uh, a very cool thing happened. I met somebody uh, as a result of this podcast, um, and he is uh, an, an awesome chap who's going to hook me up with some very nice uh, computer equipment. So that's really good news. But... He came up with a really good point. He makes DIY pedals, and okay. he can do all of the circuitry, the difficult stuff. He can do all the casing, the kind of like artisan stuff. But how do you put your own graphics on casing that you have made yourself? I don't want not made yourself, but you know, uh, fabricated. You well, yeah, you just get a label maker out. Yeah, I think he's looking for something. I, again, I was like. I've got an Avery label writer you can have. I mean, that's what I use for all of mine. But I mean, honestly, I, know, I mean, if you're being serious, there's a bunch of different ways people do it. Some people etch it with acid. Mm-hmm. Um, but could you think, do that is it at Reeves home? That does that? I think. Yeah, that's usually yeah. where most people do it. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not. It's it's toxic, you know. So not yeah. recommended. But a lot of people and people have been making circuit boards that way forever. So you can be. Yeah, I mean, you can do it safely, but you know, there's toxic stuff yeah, I mean, involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's that's a better way to put it. I mean, it's so, it's not so, something you want to you know put so the baby acid up in the high chair. And, is, is that kind <laughs> of like when you etch? You know, when you etch a circuit board. You kind of draw Same it thing. with a pen and then you dip it in an acid bath and everything that you haven't yeah. put the pen on remains on the circuit board. Yep, yep. Same okay. Mm-hmm. But you're impressed so on you how to make the, a circuit board, eh, Bri? Hey, do I get a pay rise? <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. And yeah. there's also, um, there's, I mean, there's also companies like uh, Pedal Parts Plus comes to mind that will, you send them your design, they'll print it on an enclosure for you, even drill mm-hmm. it for you. Yeah. Okay. Now, five Metalworks does that, that a lot. Yeah. Well, that's why I wanted one, to raise it with you, you to be honest, Blake, because I thought um I mean, I knew Brian's answer was basically what you need to do is find a wide enough piece of self-adhesive plastic see-through tape <laughs> so that you can write the labels at the top and the bottom and then just whack that sucker over the middle of the pedal, problem solved. But I did think about your work with F5 Metalworks and I thought mm-hmm. you might have some cool ideas you know, so f5 does a lot of people's stuff uh cusack does a lot of people's stuff pedal parts plus does a lot, they all offer similar services uh and that's where you're going to get like a more pro quality like uv printed situation alternatively uh if you want to do just like a, a couple colors you might even be able to talk a local screen printer into doing it that i've seen people do that before um but yeah, there's there's any number of ways to do it. It just depends on what kind of finish you're trying to achieve exactly. I mean, uh, for me, I like the idea of kind of trying to screen print my own pedals. If I was doing them, that's probably yeah, that's another way. where I would go. But I'd have to dial it back and say every time I've tried to even drill an enclosure, as mathematically precise as I thought I was going to be, it ended up looking like... Um, 
It was drilled by use, One-Eyed Freddy. Are you using hey, a tr- are you easy using, there. Oh, sorry. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Are, you using, are you using like a hand drill or are you using like a drill press? You, got, you really need a drill press. Yeah, so I'm using a hand drill, of course, Brian, because uh, that's I'm, in, pretty hard. I'm in England. Yeah. We don't have kind of the... Um, I guess you would call it space to actually have proper tools. <laughs> so everything is done with the wrong tools. Well, you have a garage. Um, just get rid of, uh, you know, that eight foot garage. bong and you'll yeah. be able to have a drill. Yeah, press. Get rid of that, mo- you that leave, eight foot bong on wheels. You leave Bongarella out of this, uh, <laughs> Blake. She's done nothing to you. Uh, well, she's taken up so, space for your drill press is what she's done. If you were going to kind of silk screen it on, um, what sort of paint finish would you use? Like an acrylic? Would you? I've, I know, I don't screen print anything. Everything's all. Um, you don't uh, do anything, Bri. You sit in your ivory tower whilst a, a yeah. crew of minions <laughs> just literally twiddle knobs for you. Isn't that how it works? Well, that's how it works now. Yeah. But back in the day, I actually used to do something. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is breaking news, listeners. Brian once made pedals. <laughs> Um, no, I, you've, you've obviously tried lots of different finishes on, on the way to kind of professional finishes. Um, got any hints for us or is it just sharpie all the way? UV print and have someone else do it. That's my favorite (laughs) Mm -hmm. way. Now that said, I have done, I've ran some UV printers before. The thing about UV printers is if you're just doing a, they're very expensive to buy. First of all, second of all, if you're just doing a couple pedals here and there, and not running that thing all the time, that printer's going to have problems because the yeah. UV printers need to run. They yep. need to oh, run all the time. So, yeah, they get clogged up really easily. Yep. So they, they literally have to run every single day. So that's not a great option for most hobbyists. That's why you see, you know, larger scale manufacturers get into that. But up until then, it if you want UV print, any of those three options I just said are going to be your best bet for that. Either one of you has got their mobile phone near the microphone, or we are being hacked by someone who's hacking in via a 56k modem. My phone's hear. in my pocket. I don't hear anything, but I don't either. my phone's four, four feet away from me. Hmm, it's gone now. I'm, maybe, I'm going for the hacker. Maybe it's you. No, it might just be you. Almost certainly. <clears throat> what about like dip finishes? Like doing kind of like swirls or, you know, you know when they do a guitar swirl yeah. finish? See, that's that what I would aim to do if I was doing a custom pedal myself. That was a big thing 15 years ago, but not so much anymore. I don't see it as much. I think some of those finishes look beautiful, especially on a, a yeah. guitar. So on a pedal, mm-hmm. why not? You know, yeah. Oh, they are gorgeous. I agree. Who but was it, doing that a lot? Kind of, was that... Uh, John... Was that- um, Oh, Landgraf? what is this? Landgraf, thank you. Yeah, yep. yeah. Landgraf was doing that a lot. Except I can't remember if it was actually like hydro-dipped, like like Richard's right. talking about, or if it was swirled powder coat. I can't remember. I don't recall that. But the hydro-dipping is a pretty popular kind of DIY thing to do on all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely an option. It's probably safer than uh, acid etching, because it's mostly just water-based stuff you're yep. using. Mm-hmm. So, uh if that's and it's a unique. look you want to go for. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you're making like a one-off, that's kind of the finish I'd be going for probably. Um, that or I'd put it in a wooden box. Yeah, or you could people... go old school, death by audio style. You get a stencil and some spray paint and you just graffiti that thing. Well, I, and I thought about that too. can look pretty too. cool too. Yeah. No, right. That yeah. is a nice, that's a nice look. And especially on like bare metal or something like that, that can look very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Water slide few... decals are popular among some. So, yeah, I, I'm not always happy with the water slides, though. The, that weird little ridge on the edge of everything. It, yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan okay of on it. A guitar, it's okay just... uh, on a guitar for some reason, but on a pedal, I don't really like it that well. Yeah, It I'm works. Not, I, I've never done it, but I know people do. I and, have um, seen uh, full decals done fairly well, though, where they'll take, say, the whole the enclosure's powdered just white or something, mm-hmm. and they'll take a full vinyl decal and put it something over the whole top of the pedal. Mm-hmm. I've seen a few seen companies do well that recently. Times. Yeah, that yeah. that's actually not a bad shout. I've seen a few people who, <clears throat> essentially, if you look at how they've printed their graphics, there's no way they could have been done using sort of standard uh, UV printing. They had to be printed using uh, kind of a, a vector on a, a paper-type medium. And mm-hmm. it looks like they've, as you say, printed the whole top 
and kind of drilled the holes back through it. Um, but they came out real well, or cut the holes, laser cut, I would imagine. Uh, that's a really nice look, and one that doesn't permanently alter your pedal. You could you could modify it and change it if you got bored of the finish. Maybe you could that's modify what we it, do. you could change it, and it's going to be cheaper to get stickers printed than it is to get pedals, pedals Brian, printed. Right, why don't we just do all our pedals in, in like a colour with a vinyl sticky set of Comic Sans MS uh, letters, and you can just come up with your own name. Like, I like that. I mean, it would solve a lot of problems. It would immediately fix a load of issues for us. I, like I agree. That. That's we should we should do that from here on out. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you heard it. Hit podcast exclusive. We are no longer naming or designing pedals. They're all coming out <laughs> with stickers. Comic Sans MS in different colors. Bry, why not? Why not? Sure. Yeah. 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 Make sure that the letters are spaced apart. All weird too. Hmm. Hmm. The kerning's really pot, really uh, important on that, isn't the kerning. it? Kerning. The kerning. Kerning. You know. I like kerning. Nothing 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 like a bad kern. <laughs> well, no, there is. Bad leading. That's that's like a bad kern. Yeah. The leading is that's important too. <sighs> you gotta get the lead out. Yep. Yep. Nothing like bad lead. Mm, bad lead. It's a bad deal. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. a bad deal. Right, uh, let's move on swiftly before you two get even weirder. Uh, what oh, else? We're going to get weirder. Oh yeah, this, we're just warming up. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. We're, we're just warming about... up for that Patreon, Patreon stuff coming up. Okay, yeah. I, I got to ask though. If I do want a guitar with EMG pickups and I don't want something made by ESP Ltd, what am I buying? Am I getting myself a Schecter? A Schecter. Schecters come with EMGs. Uh, ESP is probably the most popular option, to be honest, and I can vouch for ESP being pretty great guitars, at least as of this weekend. But oh, really? Factory, yeah, we can get into that in a second. Factory, I feel like PRS has a few EMG guitars. Am I not? Am I mistaken? Spray about him that? immediately. Spray oh, him. How oh. dare he say that? I oh. missed it. What? What did I say? Wow! Oh, what did I do? Ow, oh, Brian! What did I do? You said the P word. I just said the letters P R S. Oh, why oh. must you offend mine ears? Oh, you gonna um, spray me again? Uh, I think maybe not. But oh, jeez, they do use I EMGs. Get it you weren't expecting it. Yeah, <laughs> you could just order EMGs You've used that and put them into before, whatever. You, Bri? <laughs> <sighs> Boo! Shame. Shame. <laughs> I saw a video today on Twitter. It's like some... Uh, that still l- exists? Are you just about. Cool. I okay. check it every day to see which new lunatics have been allowed back on. Um, no, there was some lady who'd got to the top of like an Inca temple, did a dance at the top, but it's like some temple of disrespect. Of, yeah. Right, so... And then she came down, she was like beaten by, by the crowd. And it was yeah, I just saw reminiscent that, yeah. it, of the shame part of Game uh, of Thrones. Yeah, highly forbidden to do that. Yeah, I right. guess and, she uh, probably should have thought that through a little bit. I mean, yeah. I, see, it's the whole I want to be famous just to be famous thing. And that's it's kind of stupid. Like, look at me, I can break laws and rules. It's not kind but, of stupid, Brian. It's entirely stupid. I'm I'm uh, sick of I'm sick of it all. That, that's, that's a good just, band, by the way. Sick like, of it all. Just, Check them out. I don't know. To, that's not a talent. Like being able to be able to break religious customs and laws and stuff. That's not well, good. we're gonna, we're gonna get into some. But twerking, as I demonstrated territory. in the beginning of this podcast, is extremely. Te- you have to have a lot of skill to, it, to it, shake it like that. You gotta skill have some good and some natural and some good hamstring yeah. strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and good glutes. Mm-hmm. The gluteus maximus must be, uh, you know. A decent size and proportioned. That's right. Or out of proportion, actually, is preferred. Mm-hmm. This is not a conversation you. I'm prepared to entertain, quite frankly. It's just <laughs> going to go nowhere very fast. Uh, the answer, will... Richard, is buy some EMGs and put them in whatever guitar you want. That's the, the real no, answer. I, I, no, no, no. I mean, I've thought about buying like a, uh, a, a preloaded pit guard for a Strat or something like that, but 
I just feel I want a super strap with with one of those, and I probably want a rainbow crackle finish on that super strap. It probably oh. needs to be the most eighties guitar I can make for the money. I think I figured it out, Richard. Let me let me do a quick Google here. Uh, let's see, uh, Brian. This is where you're supposed to play the keyboard sound. Yeah, that's where it's oh. the, the hint Thank was, let you. me do a quick Google here. There you go. Perfect. Oh, they're not EMGs. I thought they were. I was going to suggest, because you of your newfound Jazzmaster love, I was going to suggest Uh-oh. the Fender Jim Root. Oh, maybe it is EMGs. Hold on. Let me get in here a little closer. It is EMGs. I was right. So you get yourself a Fender Jim Root Jazzmaster in satin black, and it will come with factory EMGs in it. That's what you need right there. I am liking the sound of everything, apart from the fact it's somebody else's like signature edition, which I don't generally do. But I'll take it for the Jazzmaster with EMGs. That it looks, sounds interesting. It looks it looks really cool too. Let me just uh, let me just uh, migrate this over to you. Boom migration in progress mm-hmm. um look at hey, that spe- speaking of of prs oh yeah oh spray him how come he gets a pass how come he gets to say it he huh? doesn't get uh, to say it <laughs> nobody gets to say it not even paul <laughs> speaking of the Guitars company that- formerly known as prs yes um did you guys catch the interview with uh, uh dipped in tone Rich i Holden didn't Jack? I did not. Uh, he looked angry. I'm going to say he got he got like a little bit heated. He didn't really. <laughs> did he really, or is Paul just like he's he's a very outgoing, outspoken person? So sometimes that looks like irritation when it's just Paul being Paul. You know, I'm supposed Australia to get him just on the a uh, magnificent goal against the- France. <laughs> just going to let you know that. What does that even mean? It's made what? up. Doesn't exist. France doesn't even exist. What? I think it's a fake country. It's not real. Okay. No, actually, I really want to go to France really badly. I was going to say, for someone who likes cheese and meat, it's the mm-hmm. country for you. I really want to go there. So he's reopened this uh, whole uh, Tonewood conversation once again. He kind of has some good points. I mean, really? I do. Well, <laughs> what, you I thought, don't think- like, what are you referring to? I think it's more about how a guitar feels than how it sounds, though. I think a good shaped quality piece of wood really does make you feel like you're playing a good quality instrument and you kind of notice it versus two mm. planks of wood and and a telecaster pickup. But I mean, I could I could see that, but I don't know. I guess I have contrasting views on that because, like, I have this. Les Paul copy made by Agile, and it looks pretty. It, I mean, it feels Les Pauly, but it doesn't really sound like a good Les Paul. It sounds okay. So I, you know, like given the choice, I'm going to pick my Les Paul. It just I like the way it sounds more like a Les Paul. So I don't know. I mean, Paul said, he said, he said I found an argument in Germany where when I was over there that I think sticks. He said. If the instrument doesn't matter and it's only the pickup, then a concert violinist would go up to a, I've never said this out loud, Neumann? I always say Newman in my head. I think it's it's Neumann, right? Neumann, yeah. He would go up to a Neumann microphone and the violin would not matter at all, he explained. It's his hands and the microphone and that's all that matters. That's it, according to the internet. What a load of crap. What Paul's (laughs) done there, though, Brian, what he's done is he's confused acoustic instruments with electric instruments. Because, of course, it makes a difference to an acoustic instrument. An electric instrument doesn't generate its sound primarily through the relationship of chambered wood like an acoustic instrument does. So yeah. this... Yeah, J- and Jim Lil did a great video on this, actually. But yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. Oh, I thought you were replaying uh, uh, the uh, latest um, NASCAR race in your head because uh, mm-hmm. that's all I heard. <laughs> no, that, that's I don't I don't know. I'm I'm a little more I've I've gone back and forth on this in my head over the years, and here I am standing in front of a guitar made out of plexiglass. Um, I think that everything impacts it. Everything does because if you have a guitar that is 
you know, it. I think it probably matters slightly less on solid bodies because it's a solid piece of wood. And I think, no, I'm saying, I think it does matter. But if you have something that's impacting the way the strings are vibrating, no matter what that is, it could be the shape of the guitar, it could be whether it's hollow body or not, it could be a chambered guitar that kind of resonates different. If that impacts how the string's vibrating, then that's going to impact what the pickup sees. So some of it is probably not quite per as perceptible as other people would like you to believe. But I do think it's always a combination of everything. That's why sometimes we pick up a guitar and we're like, man, it ain't this one. And, and you pick up another one, you're like, oh, this is it. But they're the specked out exactly the same otherwise. I, I don't know if that's the wood. I don't know what that is. But I think everything if, impacts everything, ultimately. Yeah, I mean, so I have one Telecaster that I'm not real crazy about, no names mentioned. And I've tried putting, I bet I put eight or nine different pickups in it, just trying to make it sound like my Whitfields. And it just won't. Like it, there's, it's, I've, I've even had some <coughs> custom pickups made for it to try to make it sound like the Whitfield and it just still doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so like, I like it cause it's pretty, but it just, it, it's like my last one that I would get. Like I would only use it in a certain circumstance, you know? And I'm like, you know what I need is something real bright and ice picky, like with no tone. Sounds like I'm playing cardboard. Yeah. This is the one I'll use. <laughs> yeah but uh so i mean and theoretically like it's a telecaster shape right i mean it should be not that dramatically different and um i don't know i i, so, I see but, people like jim Lil who did the video showing that wood doesn't matter and in the video it sounded like it doesn't matter but my experience kind of says something different you know i don't so i don't know i don't really have any scientific data to go off of though I, I think Jim's video is great, but I think it it by breaking it down that far, it's totally ignoring the player, which you know maybe is a good thing for that experiment. But the player is always going to have an impact. Even like the what kind of like how do you hold it? What are your fingers like? You know that's all going to matter. And the wood that it's made out of maybe has less of an impact than we'd like to believe. But I think. It's just a, it's again, it's just the whole thing that matters. But we can agree that it makes a difference if a guitar is, is solid bodied, hollow bodied, chambered, right? Sure. So the, the, the main construction of it is going to have the biggest impact. So there's definitely a whole range between solid and uh, hollow body that can tweak those kind of sustain and, and noise properties. Are we saying that there is nothing in the wood at all, or is there something, do we think? And by we, I mean you, Blake, because Brian clearly doesn't believe anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something to it. I've played guitars made out of literal scrap wood that were incredible, but, you know, it, it just... I think that the guitar design matters more overall, but there's definitely something to the materials. They're... There 100% is. That's why I, I have a guitar made out of plexiglass, because it ha it sounds different, and everyone that's played it is like, wow, I can't believe how cool this guitar is. It's not like any wood guitar I've ever played, because it, it sounds and responds different. I wonder how much of that is in your head, though. I wonder how much of it is like kind of like you're picking it up, and it your brain's immediately going, well, I'm now playing a piece of plastic, and you're like, it sounds different to the wooden guitars, and it's just your brain going, it's because it's plastic, and it must be different. It could be. I know that most people have, have came in and had had a negative reaction initially to seeing it, and then a positive one once they played it. So I'm I'm not really sure what that says about the brain. And on that bombshell. <laughs> We've come to absolutely no conclusion whatsoever. So there you go. So You're actually, <laughs> Paul is simultaneously right and wrong. I mean, there is another quote that he said that I don't agree with at all. Okay. And he said, a really good guitar is bright on the bass strings and thick on the mm -hmm. high strings, and the pickup picks it up. And I mean, I, I could understand I mean, the use for that, but like when I pick up a Strat, it's because of that wiriness. Same thing with a Telecaster. It's because of that mid-peaky wiriness. I don't, I don't want a really thick high string or a, a really bright bass string. Like, I, I want it to sound like a Telecaster. Buy a Telecaster. Mm -hmm. That would be my advice. 
but he sang a really great guitar. I mean, it has those qualities. And <clears throat> I would disagree because Telecasters are, you know, but, as everyone knows, the best guitar ever made. I yeah. mean, they are because they are um, function over form 100%. <laughs> they don't have enough strings. Uh, yeah, we mean, haven't even talked somebody, about your new guitar. Yeah, surely somebody makes an eight string somewhere. An eight string Definitely. telly? That's got to exist, right? Surely. So, so yeah, well, you got something along these lines, don't you? Well, you know, it must be something in the air with ESP because my most recent guest was talking about how they one of their dreams was to become an ESP artist, and then they did. And then that that same day, I was recording, and ESP was being delivered to me. Richard's household now has an ESP. Something's going on with ESP in the in the world right now. But uh, I got the M one thousand eight in the other day from Sweetwater, mm. and. Uh, I am. Uh, I can't put it down. And I mean, there's, a, there's a clue there, isn't there, in the name, the M1008. Yes. I reckon that the number of strings on that guitar is a thousand. Am I correct? You're right. How did you <laughs> guess Excellent. that? Yes, there's a thousand strings on this guitar. <laughs> How did you know? And uh, and maybe eight a thousand nicks. turns <laughs> on on the wound strings, maybe. Uh, probably more, it's probably more than that. I wonder altogether. That's good. It's, I'd have to count that. I'll, I'll count them up later and get back to you. Yeah, yeah come, do it manually. Come back to us yeah, when manual. you know that. Don't do math. <laughs> just count each one manually. Yeah, I'm going to count each one. Yeah, I'll just take like a little knife and count the clicks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but no, there's a, there's eight strings. It's got Seymour Duncan uh, pickups in it. These are passive ones, but they're, the bridge is very hot. It's the Seymour Duncan Nazgul. Yes. And in the neck, which that was the most surprising. That was a Seymour Duncan Sentient. And... I am shocked at how smooth and nice that neck p- pickup is for something that's, you know, so an over-the-top, aggressive, in-your-face guitar. That neck pickup is so nice-sounding. And then it has a coil split, which splits both of them. I wish I could do it individually, honestly. That's the one complaint I have. I wish I could hmm. coil split each one. It just, you either coil split both or you don't coil split. But coil splitting in the neck position it's just a really, really nice mellow sound. You just have way more range than what you'd be used to. I'm, I'm loving it. And fit and finish on these. I don't know about your experience, Richard, but I feel like ESP is hitting way above their weight in the fit so and finish department. I had some surprises with mine, uh, or with Leela's. Mine now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is a high-end-looking guitar, so it's got gold hardware. I would normally not buy gold hardware. Mm-hmm. And it's got, obviously not real gold, yes, we know. Uh, and it's got, uh, like, abalone inlays and abalone binding around it, which looks mm-hmm. super high-end. And then I looked at the back, and it said made in Indonesia, and my inner snob immediately went, Indonesia, what the hell? But, of course, it's where the court factory is that makes some of the best guitars for many, many brands in the world. And the craftsmanship on this is fantastic, although I nearly broke one of the knobs by being too strong with it. Uh, but it didn't come with a hard case. It didn't come with a soft case. So for a £1,000, you're buying a pure guitar. Whereas you go and buy a £1,000 worth of Fender or Jackson, like some of that money is made up by the case and the case candy you get. And you're not actually really getting that full guitar value. So I was shocked. Like, one... That what an idiot I was for immediately assuming Indonesia meant bad because, you know, I'm an idiot. But two, just how everything about it was so well finished and so well thought out and sculpted. Like the neck, the 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 body sculpt on it for a, a Les Paul style guitar is brilliant. It's fa- especially if you know, like me, you've not got a six pack anymore. You've just got a barrel. <laughs> then uh, that helps. Barrel's stronger anyway. It's fine. Uh, I always thought that we kind of put too much uh, too much weight on where guitar is made. Hundred percent agree. You know, I, I think that used to matter more. I don't think it matters as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mine's mine's actually Korean, which is interesting. So they're doing in two different locations, which I don't think I realized. I knew they had U.S. made ones. Yep, and I knew they had overseas models. and Japanese made models. But oh, they got Japanese too. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. So okay, so yeah, mine's the U.S. Korean. made ones are like four thousand dollars. So they're pitched right up against, you know, custom kind of Les Pauls and PRSs. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, he said it. Ah. Get him. Damn it. Yep. 
Gosh darn ha. it. Mm-hmm. And then the Japanese would be the next in line in the I expense. think they tend to, yeah. Yeah. They tend to go for around the 2000 bucks mark, I think. Uh, but I, at the moment, I think it's only the American ones that say ESP on the headstock. All the others say LTD. So oh, that's kind okay. of how they differentiate it. I mean, sure, whatever. But I love it when there's a brand like that where I'm not like a brand snob because I've been hanging around with other brand snobs. You can just go for the... Like, we had no idea about... I obviously knew who the company was, but I knew nothing about where they were made, like who owns them, anything. I was just like, this is a nice guitar. I know they're a reputable company. Let us buy it and worry about the details later. Mm-hmm. And that worked out well for me for once. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, really pleased with it, like, a lot. I mean, I can't I can't put it down. But, of course, I'm in a bit of a honeymoon phase, as all new guitar days tend to be. But And also, like, learning how to deal with all of those extra strings is uh, is an interesting interesting process, but uh, I'm, I just like I'm to take them off. It. I like I like to buy eight <laughs> strings and take off the two extras. You take the two extras. You just yeah. like playing with an unnecessarily wide neck for some reason. Brian yeah. takes the yeah. top and the bottom one off though, so he's just got extra space for the big bends. <laughs> Keep, keeps me ah. on my toes. See ah for the bends that makes sense, Richard. I, yeah. I can see the logic behind this exactly. Now. There's nothing like having a wide fingerboard where you reach up and there's nothing there. That's right. always real cool. We, yeah, we, need, we need to go the other way with this, because as you've rightly pointed out, it's difficult to master eight strings. Six is hard enough. I want more three-string guitars. I, I want I want the guitar for the man who's really lazy. You want you a can, president of the United States bass. American. I think that's a bass guitar is what they call it. <laughs> I want one less than a bass. I think there's only bass. one or two. There's only two strings on basses, right? Uh, only two that you need. There's one. Yes, it just yeah, goes, yeah, it winds so. all the way up and down three times. <laughs> I heard. Uh, we- I've heard this before, but it it was an, a funny reminder as a a bassist saying to another bassist who was noodling above the twelfth fret, doing some funky stuff. He was like, "Why are you working up there? There ain't no money up there." <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> that is so true. I mean, it is true, right? Uh, we, we, we're very low on time, but we can't not have the main episode without discussing Joe Bonamassa and his oh, social media good point, Richard. of the last seven days. So, uh, Bride. Do you want to recap on what actually happened so that we can... Sure. So so Joe posted on his Instagram is where I caught it, and it was deleted after the fact, but I can't tell if he still feels this way or not. So I'll just read his caption. Uh, hang on, i got to make this a little bigger because I'm old. Uh, so he says, so after sleeping on this, I have come to a conclusion. Last night I allowed a few clowns, and he added, he uh, indicated the person that he was referring to. He said, I allowed a few clowns, this person being one of them, to cause me to go on stage angry. This is not, that is not fair to you, the fans. Also, this isn't what I signed up for eight years ago. Social media has become such a distraction for me. This place feels like it has the maturity of high school, and I fear that I am going to be provoked one day into saying something I might regret. So I'm leaving this wonderful place to the influencers and the good-looking. Enjoy it before it destroys your soul. I'll see you in real life somewhere down the road and in Riverside where he was playing at night. Tonight. Any posts on this page going forward will not be from me. Thanks for the eight years. So I saw the posts that got him angry. And the first thing I'll say is one of them, what essentially was ripping into his uh, personal appearance and about how his hairline was receding. Oh, jeez. Um, and Seriously? I'm just going to say, how is that any different to somebody just saying anything nasty about someone's appearance? It, it's wrong. It's not... Picking on somebody's appearance is so childish. It really... I, I just... It staggers me. It's the internet. So... I, I just don't understand who goes on the internet. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, trolls. I, I remember now. Yeah, trolls. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's who. Okay. <laughs> trolls. Yeah. At the and same I time... Think France have just equalized in the World Cup 2022, Bri. Oh, man, oh, that cheese is really doing something for him. That's uh, amazing. So if I can get back on the topic there. <laughs> this, this World Cup stuff is just fascinating. But... Um, 
I don't know why the whole world needs to drink out of the same cup. This just like doesn't make any sense to me. But I mean, I, no, because if I, you I had a world this... cup, it would just be America drinking out of it, right? Oh, political joke. <laughs> Not really. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, if I can, this I always come back to this quote because it just it seems like it feels completely true in every way. And this is from like a Garth Brooks interview years ago or something. He says, um, whoever wrote it says, it's a crock that I think prevails in this country. We bully the people who entertain us. We get on a computer and we bully them. We buy magazines with pictures of them where they look fat or drunk or imperfect. And we suppose that those people's successes excuse our meanness. So, I mean, I just, I, I'll stick with my saying of miserable people do miserable things and act miserably. I 100% agree. And that quote from Garth Brooks is um, absolutely on the money because people love to see successful people fail. And I don't get that. It's like, why would you want anyone to have any more pain than they're comfortable with in their life? But also, I actually really like Joe's comeback because he was like, well, I'm going to be on stage in 10 minutes playing in front of X thousand people. What are you doing tonight, champ, or something like that? And it's like, look, you may not like his music. And, I, you know, I appreciate him very much, but I'm, I'm not a fan of his. But I'm not the one with a collection of dumbbells traveling the world, playing the best guitars in the best stages, and selling garden gnomes as a result. You know? <laughs> the guy cannot be knocked for his industry, or his talent. And it's the cheapest thing in the world to mock someone who is, you know, losing their hair. Because that happens to all of us. It's happening to me right now. Not like this actual minute. That would be worrying. No, there is. There's some going. I oh, can see it. Can you see it? Is it flying <laughs> yeah. off? But, like, there are mm -hmm. bits of my forehead that definitely didn't, didn't exist three years ago, let alone uh, ten years ago. And it happens to us all. Why remind us? You know, it's... Well, if you're miserable, then you want, I guess some people want others to be as miserable as they are. I guess so. I I think it, there's that. There's also like, we don't really know who this person was or what the deal was. It's also possible that there's just, I think, it, it, you'd think we'd be over this by now because social media has been a part of our lives for a long time at this point for most people. I think people are still somehow used to being able to, you know, sit on the back porch with their friends and make fun of certain entertainers or celebrities or whatever. And, and it doesn't mean anything in that context because that person's never going to hear it. And it's just you having fun with your buddies. And I feel like some people take that same attitude to the internet without realizing like, no, that they probably are going to hear some of it. You know, they probably sure. are going to see it. You might as well be standing right in front of them and telling them that they look stupid. And, you're entitled to that opinion. There's some people out there that I think look very stupid, and I've probably been overly critical of them on this very podcast, and I have to remind myself of that sometimes. But the reality is, you know, I think we need to start paying attention to the fact that people do read the comments. Mm -hmm. Even though we, we all say don't read the comments, everybody does read the comments. And just know that, like, hey, what your mama told you, you can't say nothing nice, don't say anything at all, should oh, be taken more to heart. You know, it, it really just should. I mean, look, we both know. Well, all three of us know because um, Brian's just woken up. Uh, no, no, I, I just, I just don't. I've got something to say on it, but I just don't want to lose it. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go first, Bry. <laughs> no, no. I'm I was just going to say, no, just on top of of, of what uh, of what uh, Blake said. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Let's get this right. Right there, we go. Uh, 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 after <laughs> right, what Blake said. There have been times when people have said things about me, you know, uh, that have gone online, and they're little things, and they've made me really upset and really think about things, because these things do affect everybody differently, and people who put themselves out there, even in a, a tiny form like we put ourselves out there, you know, we're opening ourselves up for attack. We don't want it, um, but also, don't take the mickey out of people losing hair, because that shit hurts. Just going to say. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, th I mean, there's... There's been times where, times, every day there's comments on my YouTube channel about yeah. something personal about me. You know, whether it's, your teeth are more yellow. I'm like, yep, I'm damn near 50 years old and <laughs> that's what they're doing. I don't know. I'm, I doubt I'll get fake teeth. So either I'll drop off the internet or you'll have to deal with it. You know? 
But I mean, and the worst thing is that's his dentist. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. I mean, here's what I come back to. So there's been times in the past where someone <clears throat> will reach out, like saying, "Hey, I'm an artist. I want an endorsement or something," and I'll look back and watch them. And there's times where I'm like, "You, I don't want associated with you because of how you're behaving. You're mean. You're a mm-hmm. mean person, and I don't, I don't want that associated with my brand." That's actually a really good point. I've done that too. When we've had people hit us up, and and we pretty much investigate everybody. We don't necessarily reply to everybody because there simply isn't time of the day. But we at least take a brief look. And there have definitely been people. I'm like, whoa, 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 no, like yeah. I just don't want to be associated with you because you're not a good human being. At least not on the internet. Maybe right. you're good other in other places, but you're definitely promoting meanness and sometimes very very bad ideas in my my viewpoint and uh, yeah. so yeah i think i think people forget that it's not it's not necessarily sometimes it might feel like a vacuum but people are always watching whether they respond or not is mm-hmm. is one thing and this is kind of a silly thing sometimes it does feel like yelling into the void i'm like man I'm just not getting any response with some of these uh, this content i'm putting out um, and then something that'll hit and it'll remind you, like, oh, there's lots of people paying attention to what's going on here. And, right, right. And it, it keeps you a little bit more in line. And I even, like I said, I think about some of the things I've said on this show and on my show. And I'm like, man, I was definitely overly critical of that. And I'm going to continue to be yeah. guilty of that moving forward. So don't, <clears throat> I'm not trying to say I'm, I, I do the I'm clean thing. in this regard. Yeah. But it is something that I'm going to try to think about. I, I'm still going to complain about the doors, though. I mean, so. especially like, Whoa. It, <laughs> like any anytime I do like a podcast or a video or anything, like that's my thoughts right then, and they may change in an hour, you know. True. So, and there's things I've said before that someone will bring up later in an interview. I'm like, yeah, I just don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> that was just that day. I mm-hmm. just I felt that way that day, but I don't think I don't feel that way anymore. Right. You know, and or I didn't even really feel that way in that moment, but that's how it came out. Right. I just, just didn't say it well. Right. Yeah. Many philosophers have said this better than I ever will, but what is the point in having a brain if you're not able to change your mind or adapt or grow? There's no point. Mm-hmm. You may as well just have a programming. So yeah, I, I I've definitely said a lot of things that my mind has changed on and you know, everything about my worldview grows daily. Uh, France 2-1 right. up now, Olivier Giroud, uh, ex-Arsenal player. Um, Bitcoin. Brian. He said a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> you said a lot of words did... there, Richard, I think. Yeah. I don't know what those were, but yeah. I mean, there was a time when we championed, uh, you know, the Bitcoin stuff and the NFT stuff. That's doing and... really well for me, by the way, my Bitcoin and Ethereum yeah. investment. Right? I mean, that's the Thanks be- for that. That's the best way to make a million in Bitcoin is start with, you know, a hundred million. Yep. And then did, you I, make a million. I, did I tell you about, I got this new company I'm starting called FTX. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> You guys yeah. want to get involved in the ground floor of this? Can or? you imagine uh, going from being a billionaire to nothing in like 24 hours? Now, well, that's my could, question. Well, this is a, we were probably about out of time, but did he actually go to nothing? I know he went to a fraction of his worth, but did he yeah. go to zero? I oh, I mean, it. I doubt it. I mean, I you, how it. do you go to nothing? I mean, it's very no. It is possible. I mean, a lot of people's wealth is just paper wealth. It's just it shares that are worth X, and sure. if Until those shares disappear, it can mm-hmm. instantly go, and you'd not you're not necessarily in possession of all of the um, wealth to support the lifestyle that you've become accustomed to. Which is that why that's a good point. Yeah. If anyone is listening to me, um, please send me your guitars, all of them. Now, right, you have too many of them, and I can take care of them. I can uh, I'll play them all, all the time. I got the slicer pedal, by the way. Uh, but good news, I have the pedal. Bad news, I've given it to my uh, good lady wife to wrap up to give me for Christmas, so that I've got something fun to open on Christmas uh, Day. So here's pro tip: here's what you do: you just make little holes in the wrapping so you can still play it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you just <laughs> plug it in. Just plug it in. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> of all your pro tips, right? That That's one is tip. the best. It's like, why, why, why is this box of chocolates I bought for your mother got two holes in the side and a large, a large footprint on the top? I don't know. I just, I assumed it was a fuzz face. That's all. <laughs> <laughs>
but yes, the holiday season is soon upon us. Well, um, I hope everyone listening to this had a fantastic Thanksgiving, if they do indeed give thanks. Uh, and turkeys should have been consumed. That's the normal thing, is it, Bri? It is, at least mm-hmm. here in the Midwest, yep. How many people have you got coming to your house for Thanksgiving, Bri? Just family. Just, yeah, so, so that's just, three uh, families. So only 50 or 60 people? <laughs> yeah. Well, hell, I've got, I've got a football team full of kids. So, that's what I'm saying. Um, I and think that's before be, um, Coyote and Uncle Cletus. So, right, <laughs> that's right. Well, Coyote's coming, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Got to put up the whiskey when he comes. Um, probably 15, somewhere around there. Coyote's coming. You're going to have yourself a handful. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Wamps, where's the bourbon? <laughs> Is there a Every, traditional... Everybody uh, knows that breakfast starts with whiskey. You so, can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's why is it just one drinking. big meal? Is it? Is it like the one Thanksgiving meal? Or do you also have like a special breakfast? Is there a special pudding for Thanksgiving? No. I guess... Pecan pie. For for us, I mean, it's like one meal that lasts about three days. <laughs> it's like you eat it in the morning, at lunch, dinner, and then the next day you're like, oh, God, we got so much left over. And so you just eat it until you're so sick of, you know, mashed potatoes and turkey that you're like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, for me, it's usually, we always call it Thanksgiving dinner, but it, the actual meal is actually lunchtime. I don't know why we call it dinner. It's always some lunchtime. people over here call lunch dinner yeah. and vice versa. Well, not quite okay. vice versa, but you everyone know. calls it Thanksgiving dinner. But we always eat lunch, and then usually we're making turkey sandwiches out of dinner rolls for for dinner and yeah. things like that. So, is there a traditional drink you drink like at Christmas over here? I guess we'll drink eggnog and weird crap like that. Yeah, I love eggnog. Eggnog, eggnog is great. Yeah. No, it's weird. It's got eggs in it. You don't drink. It's oh, I love it. Meat. It's so good though. Have you, you ever seen a movie called oh, Rocky? Oh, of course, you drink Wolverine. eggs. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Um, no, I mean, nothing here. Nothing really. It, it's some people have champagne, some people have wine, some people have sparkling cider. You know, it's it, it varies. Yeah, we like to drink wine and talk about politics. It always ends well. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. Yep. 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 I, I I would. I've never had an American Thanksgiving. I. I have been there for Thanksgiving, but the family I was staying with didn't really celebrate it, I think. So I need to do that. I need to. Here's a question, Brian, and I want you to think about this uh, if politics does come up at your dinner table. Okay. Okay. Uh, Because I know it's going to at mine. And what's hilarious is all the ones that are going to complain, I know didn't vote. And so that's what I just get to say to them. (laughs) Like, well, you didn't vote. So why do I care what you had to say? So there we go. Uh, I mean, there's a comeback for everything, though, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I hate everyone in yeah. politics. <laughs> I hate them so, all. I hate them all. <laughs> I don't want any of them. You can have them all. They're you can all, all, yeah, hitch your wagon to whoever and ride down that hill, baby, because that's where it's going. <laughs> yep. So, all right. So, well, let's uh, let's give some thanks to our executive producers. Good call, Brian. Got, got some new ones too. So, thank, thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bill Bays, Jake Young from Man the Helm Podcast. Oh, by the way, I did a podcast with him, and it should be coming out here shortly. So, you oh, might check, you might check out that was a good podcast with him too. Man He's the good. Helm Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Burke, David Tindall, Night Haas, Dave Trombetti, Shannon Weaver, and the band. Rust. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Eric Wilson, Vidar Frostad, Michael Freer, Sean Arbo <laughs> of Gun Street Wiring, Rick Calhoun of The Honey Picks, DJ Patty F, Dylan Toxtone, Strand, Kevin Harrington, Barry from The Fabulous Grez Guitars, Felicity, who makes the best memes in the world, Tom Kelly, Pigsy, Zebo, John O'Neill, Robert Carr, Hunter Hudson, Rob Stokes, Jordan from the pedal company Poison Noises, the Flying Dutchman, and Nick Spano. Spano? Spano. Spano. Spano? I'm not sure. Spano. He's going to have to chime in on that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going to have to hear from you, Nick, if it's Spano or Spano or the, the correct pronunciation for a simple Indiana boy. Um, so anyways, <laughs> thanks. Be Spano. Be, be, before Spano. we go, Brian. Nick Spano. Um, <laughs> what about this live thing that we did last week? Are we going to mm. do those oh, again? Oh, we should probably talk about that. Yeah, yes. well, that's a good thought. So... Two questions. Should it be? Well, hold on. Back up a little bit because the main people didn't see it. So we did an experiment 
last week, just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. We went live in uh, and recorded the Patreon episode live, which we've never done before. And way more people showed up to that than we thought was going to. So the question is... And that only goes to Patreon members, by the way. That only goes to Patreon members. So the question is to both normal listeners and Patreon, would you want to watch us do this? It literally is exactly what it sounds like. Three guys on a screen laughing at each other for no reason whatsoever. So if you guys want to do that, we may start doing that after the holidays. We generally record on Tuesdays, and we do it all in one go. So I think we'll um, definitely do one for Christmas for the patrons at the very least. At the we very should, least. At the very least. But yeah, should we do it wider? Right. Who knows? Anyway, and, I'm out and, of it. Bonus, bonus points if you can also tell us whether it's important to you if Richard wears pants or not during it. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Chasing Tone podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at wamplerpedals.com, and I'll personally get your email. To email Blake, email info at tonemob.com, and Richard can be reached at richard at wamplerpedals.com. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is to share this podcast with a friend, leave a review and a rating wherever you normally get your podcasts, and also check out Blake's podcast called The Tone Mob. Make sure to check out wamplerpedals.com for blogs, videos, and of course, guitar effects. If you'd like to hear the post-podcast conversations and to get even more content, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash chasingtonepodcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.